quiz time. Guys, today we are speaking about sport. Uh, I've played a lot of different sports over the years, uh, very different levels. I've played Oztag and cricket and AFL and soccer and rugby league and uh, netball and American football. I love playing sport. Uh, I wonder if you do too. What I love about it, I love the, the competition. I love being around teammates and being united with one goal and one purpose. I love trying to be better than that other person and letting that competitive side run out. Uh, but I wonder what uh, the Bible actually has to say about sport. Um, I'm not talking just sport here. I'm also talking any other kind of hobby or, or way that we spend our time. Um, cue the outrage for saying that sport is just a hobby. I know some people will find that offensive. But we're trying to think about how we can use our time as people who've been saved by Jesus and how we can play in sport or how we can be a part of a music team or something like that, different ways that we can use the gifts that God has given us and enjoy the things that He has given us. Uh, it is the Olympic season at the moment and I was just sharing earlier that I've been brought to tears a few times this week just watching the Olympics. I don't know about you. I watched sports that I've never cared about before. Like I watched the final of the archery and Korea won by one point and these guys have been working so hard for this one moment and it all came it all came good and they got the gold medal and for some reason here I am in my lounge room crying I wonder if you feel the same I wonder I wonder why we care so much about sport we live in a society where, where sport is worshipped where where winning gold like this picture of Emma McKeon here winning gold is kind of the peak of life and what everyone dreams for um, where people train from a very young age to set records to achieve glory. And we flock to stadiums to worship, to worship these professional teams play. Now, surprisingly, the Bible doesn't actually say a lot about sport specifically. Um, but the Bible does say a lot about what following Jesus looks like. And so as people who Jesus has died for, as people that are new in Him, and as people that follow Him 24-7, there's much that we can learn about what God has to say about sport. Some of the Bible authors use different sporting illustrations, like Paul tells us to run the race that has been marked out for us in Hebrews chapter 12. Um, but this passage that we've just looked at in 1 Timothy has some really helpful principles uh, when it comes to living the Christian life and when it comes to living for sport. Um, and part of this is uh, knowing and shaping our identity. I'm going to read out 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 10. That is why we, no, yes, sorry. <laughs> that is why we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God who is the savior of all people and especially of those who believe. Jesus, the living God, he is our savior. He has died for us. He has risen from the dead. And so we are his because of Jesus and because of his call to follow because of his call to follow him 24/7 we've been changed eternally brought from death to life from darkness to light our very self has been shifted and dramatically transformed as people who follow Jesus and i think that this is really helpful when it comes to sport or when it comes to any other topic we aren't sport players who are christians we aren't music 
players who are Christians. We aren't people that enjoy board games who are Christians. No, we are Christians who play sport. The emphasis is different. We are Christians who play music. We are Christians who play board games. This is the key kind of principle. And, and out of this flows three things that are, that are in this passage and that are across the Bible, I think, uh, when it comes to sport and what following Jesus looks like. Firstly, that sport is a good thing. Sport is a good thing. We've been made by God to enjoy the world that He has given us. He's given us bodies that can run, minds that can plan and strategize. And sport is a good thing that's to be received with thanksgiving. Have a look at 1 Timothy 4, 4 to 5. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the Word of God and prayer. God made the world good. God made sport good. Exercise is a good thing. That's why, that's why it's so good to be able to get outside and go for a walk. The, the government has allowed us at the moment to exercise because it's so crucial for our physical health, for our mental well-being, uh, and for giving us, uh, giving us what our hearts need and our soul needs. So sport is a good thing for which we can thank God. Secondly, uh, sport can be an idol. Now, I really want to, to impress this on you guys. I really want us to know this, to know the dangers of sport, that sport can take away from Jesus. And so the warning in 1 Timothy 4 and the warning across the whole Bible is to not let sport or anything else replace the spot of Jesus in your heart. 1 Timothy 4 verse 8, physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. While sport is a good thing, it is not an ultimate thing. Sport is not the creator of the universe. Sport did not die on the cross for your sins. Sport does not love you endlessly. Sport has not prepared a place for you in eternity. Sport has some value, but the value that we have in our Lord Jesus is so much more. We need to know that and love that now and always. I've seen people throw away their life in Jesus for the sake of sport. It breaks my heart. Don't let sport be an idol. And thirdly, uh, we need to show Jesus in the way that we play sport. As people who let the good news of Jesus shape every aspect of our lives, as Christians, who play sport, we need to show Jesus through all of our words, all of our thoughts, all of our actions. Sport is part of life. Life is submitting to Jesus. And so our sport is submitting to Jesus as King as well. And so for me personally, that means that when I'm maybe gearing up to play Sydney Uni, who I don't like very much, that means that I need to be reminding myself, I'm a representative of Jesus as I go out onto that field. I'm a representative of Jesus. That means I'm not going to hate the person on the other side of the ball. That means I'm not going to be angry at them. I'm not going to be fueled by anger. That means that I'm not going to respond with violence, with more violence. That means that I will be kind. Denying myself, take up my cross and follow Jesus. Replacing hatred with love. If you're not really sure what that might look like, have a look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14, where, where Paul says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, 
with kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other. Forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. Show Jesus as you play sport. Um, this, is, this is a guy called Tim Tebow. Now, apart from being an absolute rig, he's someone who loves Jesus. He plays NFL for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And throughout uh, his career and throughout college, he is one of the most spectacular players to watch. Uh, he's one of the most spectacular players to watch. And it's great because he doesn't take that glory onto himself. He points it to Jesus. Through his words and his actions and the way he plays, he points people to Jesus. He writes Bible verses on, on his face paint before he plays games. After every touchdown, he kneels and prays and thanks God. Um, this might be one of the ways that you can show Jesus through how you play sport or engage with your hobby. Standing up for Jesus is hard as well. As we're showing Jesus in the way that we play sport, we're, we're playing sport with a team that will probably hate Jesus. Where you might be the only person acting in line with what it looks like to love Jesus because we're loved by Jesus. But it's such a great opportunity. It's such a great opportunity to show how beautiful God's love for us in Jesus is. So let's do that. Let's show Jesus in the way that we played sport. Uh, I've been really helped as I've kind of thought about sport in the Bible by this book. It's called, uh, I wrote it down, The Good Sporting Life, Loving and Playing Sport as a Follower of Jesus. Um, check it out if you'd like to listen to more. Um, and we're going to have our, um, our podcast, what's it called, Debrief, uh, on Wednesday as well. So listen out for that. If you've got any questions about sport that you don't get answered in the study, shoot them through and Rachel and I will chat about them on Wednesday. But for now, as we go back to our groups, here are our three reflection questions for the week. Number one, as you look back on your last few years, do you think that you were more someone playing sport who was a Christian or a Christian who was playing sport? And what's the difference? Second reflection question, uh, what are some ways that we can show Jesus in the way that we play sport? And third reflection question, Paul says that physical training has some value, but godliness, training for godliness has value for all things. So how can we be helping one another train in godliness? Thanks, guys. Thanks, Youth Online. Week four, we've got a few more weeks to go. We got this. God's got this. Let's have some great chats in our discussion group now.